0: You're watching the Carolina weather group, a whole new episode coming up next. Well, good Thursday evening, a special edition of the Carolina weather group. I'm Scotty Powell joined uh, with Jared Smith from Charleston, South Carolina. And Jared it has been a very busy week for folks along the South Carolina coast, including you and myself. And, uh, that's kind of what our show is going to be about tonight. Kind of recapping the nor'easter slash storm without a name slash, oh my gosh, this is probably the biggest weather event we've had all year, <laughs> event that's that's taken place in the Carolinas. So, um, Jared, I know you guys got rocked in Charleston with some record flooding and high tide and here in Myrtle Beach, we had pretty significant tornadoes so uh let's kind of jump into it tonight and uh since you're we're closer to the storm first let's uh get your thoughts but before we do that we are live streaming so if you want to drop a comment and kind of let us know what uh happened in your area we'd love to uh to see your comments uh and i think a little later on We are going to kind of give you a travel cast as the big holiday season is coming up. So if you have a particular area of interest here in the Carolinas, you may be traveling to shoot those to us too, and uh, as well, and we can kind of help you out with that forecast. But Jared, it's, uh, I'm glad we had some quiet weather between now and last Sunday.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll take a, I'll take a freeze um, anytime, (laughs) honestly, compared to what we just had. Uh, Whoa. Whoa. I mean where do we get started with this thing? Um you know there's there there's so much. I mean there there's I I just don't know where you get started with 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 something like this. I mean this was this was looking bad days out. Yeah. And I think at first rightfully so we're like is that real?
0: <laughs> you know, I remember a week out I was on mm-hmm. air and um it was featuring the sunday and uh, uh, at that point i feel like i think 30 percent chance of rain but i mentioned i was like you know we have the potential for it to be a big storm the global models are kind of battling one another on the exact track and who sees why but it's like we need to keep an eye on this because it could definitely uh, definitely cause some issues for the southeast coast and lo and behold it did
1: yeah i i, I can't you know it it, it it did in ways that i think that a lot of us were not I don't want to say not expecting because, you know, anytime you have a, a, a sub 1000 millibar low, um, extratropical low, you got problems, right? I mean, mm-hmm. just in general, you have a sub 1000 millibar low, you got problems. Um, but it was, I mean, it was very, very, very impactful. uh it, <clears throat> I mean, I'm not sure, you know, what was the mood like in in your weather office? I I really, I'm really curious about this. Like, what was the mood like in the, uh, in the weather office where you're at uh, leading up to it?
0: You know, it was funny because I guess the global models maybe picked up on this a week and a half ago before it happened. And, and you're just looking at it, but you look at that far out and you're just like, you got to take it with a grain of salt, you know? With anything, uh, any time of the year, you have to take it. But as it was getting closer and closer, you know, both model, both models, long range models that we use, were were kind of just spinning this low pressure up. Obviously, the track and the path and all that was kind of here or there. But both of them were pretty set on. It looks like we could see a pretty significant storm system. And then as the week got going, Monday into Tuesday, you know, you start to hype, not hype it up, but you're you're attention starts to get more focused on on what's going on and you know by Wednesday we were talking impacts and this storm was totally about the impacts you know Jared if this had been August September probably would have a a nasty hurricane uh, moving through the area but you know thankfully it was a cold low cold course storm and, and we didn't have that tropical aspects but even the outcome of the events were very tropical-esque with tornadoes and storm surge and flooding and high winds and you know is um which is funny though because you know we're in this la, la, or uh, el nino phase coming out of la nina and those water temperatures we've talked about it and talked about it and talked about it they're just not cooling as fast as you would like now obviously the shelf waters yes they're cool but yeah. you know you don't have to go far out into the atlantic to still see some warmer water temperatures and You're just like man you know and then you had that question like dude if we had some cold air this would have been one heck of a snowstorm
1: <laughs> there was no cold air anywhere no no, no. i remember uh, tomer berg was uh, sharing some photo some some models on blue sky and x and and all over the place and he was like This is a great snowstorm, except there's no cold air. All the cold air is literally in Canada. Like, there is no cold air whatsoever with this thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, that in and of itself was kind of incredible. Um, December, nor'easter should have some snow with it. So that just, I mean, again, kind of owing to the El Nino pattern, kind of owing to the fact that, yeah, it's been a lot warmer than normal overall, especially the last few months yeah and you know i don't I, i'm sure assuming
0: in charleston the same thing here but that saturday night you could kind of feel the the ick factor you could mm-hmm. kind of feel the humidity ticking up and mm-hmm. you just kind of felt it getting warmer and warmer it's like man you know this is that warm yeah. air and then we'll get into it a little bit later but as the day unfolded from saturday from charleston county where you're at up to ori county where i'm at you just saw this consistent band of just like heavy rain set up, and you're just like, "This yeah. is not good."
1: Yeah, I've I've got a great loop of that here that we're going to show you all in a few minutes. Just to, uh, I mean, some of the rain totals out of this thing were absolutely bonkers. Um, you know, Scotty, to your point too, you know, it's like, oh, we could been we could have been dealing with a hurricane. I don't know how it would have been any different, except it would have had a name, and maybe more people would have taken it seriously. I, I'm really not sure this was a hard storm to message because
0: had it been named people probably would have been more paying more attention to it and you know on air and i know with what you do at charleston weather you know part mostly of our job is forecasting but also trying to communicate those impacts and i just kept saying it and it may have been the right thing to say may have not been the right same thing to say but i think it and at least got people's attentions like treat this as a storm with a name even though it doesn't have a name you're going to see the impacts from this like it does have a name you know and should i've done that i don't know you know that's for social scientists people to figure out but i felt like that was the best way or the most effective way to get people's attention like you needed to take the storm serious
1: yeah i mean if you look at the i mean the impacts I mean, we we exceeded Matthew here. We almost beat Irma tide wise here. Uh, I mean, well, I, I've got all the graph. I got all the graphs and charts. Uh, yeah, fourth fourth highest here in or in, in Myrtle Beach at the spring here. Yeah.
0: Um, Matthew obviously one of the uh, the bigger events. I would have to look at the specific storms, but I mean, the fourth highest on record, and this didn't have a name. It was just you know just a December storm. You know, it was just those impacts that. That really uh, that really caused chaos on the on the South yeah. South Carolina
1: coast. Let's let's chat about some of these impacts. I've got some photos on the screen right now. This one. Um, so, throughout the day, um, you know, I was getting photos at my you know my Instagram, my Twitter, X, whatever you call it, uh, Blue Sky Threads. How many? However many sites there are now. <laughs> there's so many sites. Um, this particularly stood out. This is uh, from uh, Captain Kathleen Saunders. Uh she uh, she works on a variety of uh marine things in Charleston and sent this picture of the marina here. I don't know what of that is salt water, I don't know what of that is fresh water. It's really hard, you know. It's hard to it's hard to tell, but you can see how deep that was getting already. Um, here's a photo from Wentworth Street downtown. That car is pretty well submerged. Um trash cans floating there. You can see the height of the water uh to that. Fence line. Here's the Isle of Palms pier. The the Isle of Palms pier where, uh, you know, Shea Gibson from Weatherflow, he's got an instrument out there. Unfortunately, the instrument was okay. Um, You can see it kind of just hanging in there in the corner there actually. Uh, But you can see that the pier took a major hit. Um, This is James Island. This is a dock that's completely underwater. Um, This is uh, from Emily Koppel. This is the day after. Look at the beach erosion that we had. I mean, that is a full size human being. I mean, and I mean, that is really impressive erosion. Here's the high tide line. This is at Isla Palms, courtesy Reggie Fairchild. You can see that, I mean, two and a half feet, well over the, well over the road there, um, you know, and, and, and getting into Charleston Harbor. I mean, 9.86 feet, highest, trop- highest non-tropical tide on record. Um, you know, fourth highest on record period we've never done, we've never done that. You know, it, it's, it, it's kind of wild, man. I just, uh, you know, in a, you go into this as like, yeah, this is, I can, I can name a ton of named storms over the years that have not had an impact like this one did.
0: Yeah. I mean, I brought this up in our, and I was going to try to pull up the, uh, the uh, myrtle beach data there for the tides but i brought this up in our our meeting our news meeting the day after and i said you know this surpassed any impacts adelia had on us this year i mean it by far blew adelia out of the water <laughs> you know like oh yeah this was way more impactful than and then than what we saw with with that and that was the only tropical system we saw this year but i mean
1: oh, it yeah. was
0: um it, it was it was pretty bad you know and, and you know, we, we, you hope that you message the right. And we know Charleston as long as, as well as here in the Grand Strand, you know, like, you know, uh, it's very easy to flood. But, you know, still what we saw is. Crazy, yeah. you know, just so you don't anticipate that. So um, I, I'll share the screen here for. Oh, Marshall yeah. And Charleston's I want to share the screen here with Myrtle Beach. Yeah, the, let's see. The water it. level here. And you can see we uh we got up to I think it was about nine point seven four, nine point seven there, nine point six. Yeah. And this was two hours after high tide. So imagine if that storm was two hours quicker coinciding with high yeah. tide, you would have seen
1: major issues. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, that's they, basically what happened here. Yeah. Um that that's the thinking because you know going into it you know we we knew that we were gonna have a high tide you know we it started at moderate flood stage about three days out and the other thing too is that the 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 the, the extratropical guidance is kind of alarmist honestly it, it can be very alarmist and and it can be um you know it can show numbers that are completely out of whack with reality um it but we it just everything coincided so perfectly yeah we but- had the high tide we had, you know, the 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 band of rain, which we'll talk about in a second. We had it looked like a four foot tidal anomaly. I mean, I haven't talked four foot a surge since Irma, Matthew. I don't <laughs> think, not even, with, I mean, not even with Matthew. Again, we beat it. It's it's insane.
0: It was um, it was insane, and for us, the garden. I was out in Garden City today. I went to go fly my drone. Um, Right now is a great time if you if you're like a seashells and stuff you know now's the time to go out and search no for seashells there's tons of people doing that but i was out flying the drone and i mean the beach and garden city I mean, it, the dunes just took a hammer i mean they're just hammered from this and they were just now recovering from ian of last year and you know it's just like you build it back up and then you get another storm that tears them right back down and so you know it's just The erosion especially garden city surfside down into lynchfield Polly's island Uh, myrtle beach is a little bit more elevated but even the uh we had um the army uh, engineer or army corps of engineers um, they were doing some things earlier this summer uh beach re- re-nourishment program where they were p- planting new sea oats and, 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 you know, seagrass and fencing and even, you know, part of, of that was was damaged um, from this event. So, you know, the, it was just bad. And that was just one of the things, you know, the, the beach erosion and, and the coastal flooding. And then, like you said, the flooding aspect, my gosh.
1: <laughs> I, I'll tell you, man, I, I'll tell you, you know, we actually, you know, it. it, it horribly trapped, you know, tragically, we had a fatality here. We had, I heard that. Yeah. We had someone, you know, get <laughs> trapped in her car. Um, when floodwaters were coming up, flash flood warnings were out things like that. But man, like it, it, that's, it kind of, you know, drives that point home, uh, about that. We have a great comment from YouTube from Jeremy Wilson here saying, I haven't seen the rain at house. my I haven't seen the rain in my house like that since the thousand year flood. And, you know, I'll tell you what, when I saw this radar loop begin to get going here, let me put this in, let me, let me fire this up. When I saw this radar loop get going, that, that brought back some very unpleasant memories. 2015, Uh (laughs) this is immediately what I thought. Exactly. Very unpleasant memories. Um, Let, you know, let's take a look at the, uh, we'll take a look at it from the, uh, from what you saw from the, uh, from the Wilmington radar. And again, Georgetown, they had a flash flood emergency. They had 14 uh, inches of rain. 14 inches of rain. We can watch the storm total. This was the storm total rainfall as it grew. When you start getting into the whites and the blacks on my color scale, that's 10, 15 inches. Um, this is, you know, this is from Char this is from the weather service in Charleston. But look at look at the look at the rain totals in the corner there. 14.59. there was there was a station that had 16 inches of rain yeah we don't know how good that i mean we're not sure how you know reliable that measurement is but i mean that's just (laughs) right and you know
0: i hate saying this but thankfully we were in a drought (laughs) going into this or else or else it, it would have been even worse you know I know a lot of this heavy rain, like we had on Sunday, it, it kind of just, you know, runs off. But at least uh, some of that rain was able to soak in. I imagine if if it was totally saturated.
1: I mean, if it had been in August, yeah, it would have been. You know, it would have been even worse. Yeah, uh, it it was it was nutty. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll take. I'm going to take my. Uh, I'm going to take this. Uh, let me uh, let me. I'm kind of clicking a lot of buttons right now folks. So, <laughs> so, but I uh, take this, I'm gonna take this full again. This was a couple of the creeks around uh, the, this is the Santee River at McClellanville. It hit a new record level. All right, so, so this was, you know, during that rain, you could see that record level there, uh, 7.83 feet. The uh, Spring Creek near McClellanville. Almost it came up uh, a hundredth of an in uh, a hundredth of a foot short of, of, of setting a new record there, just with all of the rain that fell. So, I mean, imagine you know, imagine having to deal with that and and just I'm glad a lot of that rain fell over Marsh. Yes,
0: yeah. Um, that's a good point because. We were talking earlier um this week at the station imagine if this was a classic hurricane setup and not only did you get eight ten twelve inches coastal but you also got that up in the headwaters and that had to still flow down i'm glad places like lumberton and columbia and and places like that didn't get the eight to ten or twelve inches or else it again would have been worse we saw a lot of terrible impacts but we can also say it could have been worse, you know, with with the rain and the surge.
1: Yeah, I, I mean it it's you know you, you know, Scotty, it is a um oh, that's weird. sorry uh, about that. Um <clears throat> you know, it it was just one of those things that you know, it's a good thing there wasn't much wrap around moisture. Yeah. It was very good to see the rain cut off when it did you know that's where the extra tropical part of this saved us uh it just it just absolutely just spun up you know the other thing too the, the other thing too is that you know this thing set december low pressure records all the way up and down the it eastern did. seaboard
0: yeah i think 992 was here in myrtle beach
1: yeah we got to 992 uh here in charleston that beat a record that had been in place since 1942
0: and for those who may not know all about the pressure, the pressure is is how strong the storm gets. And I mean, in a nine ninety two, what what is that, Jared? A cat that's a, that's strong strong tropical storm, yeah. Maybe cat one, you know. Depending, yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, we're December, you know, and 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 that's also what creates those stronger winds and things. So you know, yeah. it's just. I know we had we had a sustain or a wind gust in Florence, South Carolina. That's about ninety minutes inland of of mm-hmm. Myrtle Beach, sixty six miles per hour. Yeah. And so those oh, yeah. strong winds were able to get back into the western or into the central part of the state. So it's um, oh yeah
1: widespread impacts. You know, widespread. Yeah, the Weather Service in Charleston put together this. Um, you know the. This look here at the uh, at the peak wind gusts here. You see, plenty forties here. We had fifty at Isla Palms. You know, 50, 50 maybe maybe even around sixty, possibly um, around Bulls Bay here, kind of coinciding with where that heavy rain band set up. Uh, you know, fifty-one miles an hour at Savannah, Georgia. I mean, it was uh, you know it was a very windy storm. That you know, and for those of you playing along at home, tropical storm you know tropical storm classified winds are. 39 miles an hour and higher uh, so sustained winds that is so i mean it was you know it was windy and then there was the tornado threat now we had one tornado <laughs> warning in, in in my neck of the woods that didn't really it it, it it didn't you know if there was something it may have just been over marsh was never confirmed was never <laughs> you know was never verified but you were not so lucky
0: yeah no not at all so
1: uh man where do we start let Can me you get your screen by the way i know that you have some photos and i tried yes. to share my screen it is not working so yes <laughs> um
0: so let me go. let's start with uh with the uh, the morning that i had uh i work weekend morning so we went out went four 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 thirty you know doing the forecast all that i worked till one and then our um two of our meteorologists came in to relieve me, and obviously a weather geek that i am i'm not just going to go home and be like all right weather's done with so mm-hmm. i was like well while you guys do this i'm going to go out and get some footage so we can use it in our newscasts and stuff so uh, that i left the station at one o'clock mm-hmm. 12 minutes later is when the tornado uh, warning occurred and um as I was driving out to get the first footage, I stopped. We have a lot of these retention ponds in Myrtle Beach. Um, obviously, if you've been here recently, you know they're they're constantly building and you have to have these retention ponds for water runoff and all that such. There was white caps in those things. I was like, well, that's some good video. And as soon as I get out, I've got my rain jacket on, rain pants all, just like this just strong, like very strong gust of wind like hits me in the face. And I look and I see these signs just tumbling in the air. And I'm like, that was really strong. I was like, so, you know, I get back in and I pull up radar scope and I was like, wait, that's a rotation couplet. And not only is that a rotation couplet, but that's just what moved over me and the rotation couplet showing up at where I live. So instead of going to the beach, we go back. I want to make sure my place is safe and my dog's safe. You can see her behind me and um, my patio had been hit but the people across the street they had lost fences they had lost roofs shingles like it was it was pretty bad so let me uh, screen share some of the damage that we saw here in myrtle beach from this now this was kind of uh, ef1 um tornado with max winds of 95 miles per hour let me see it this is the first one so uh this is the old waccamaw Uh, mall. If you've ever been to Myrtle Beach um, and you come in on 501 this is one of the first parts that you see as you're crossing or getting ready to cross over the waterway and uh, it used to be the hard rock amusement park here. Well this is the um, roof area kind of the signage area being blown off the mall. Pretty significant wind to do that. Then you look into those same parking lot and there's this trailer that's blown over and you're like man that's some strong wind then you go behind this and there's a transfer truck uh, 18 wheeler blown over i've only seen this jared i don't know about you but i've only seen this like out in the midwest so i'm like that's crazy (laughs) like oh goodness uh so then you go like there's ups and fedex uh facility back there that connects with the airport you can see these UPS trailers knocked over. There's another trailer knocked over, UPS. And then this is in the community that's right across from my street. You can kind of just see the the shingles and, and, yeah. and the siding and stuff just like laying in the yards. Um, these poles bent over. Um, this is what my road looked like. You had not only the heavy rain, but you had just like the tops of these trees just like twisted out all over the road. Um, just amazing you can see cars driving through flooded roadways this was because the the ditch areas were overflowed um, all the storm drainage areas overflowed with the rain and so you know we always tell people don't don't drive through flooded roadways but sometimes they don't listen <laughs> and then uh, so we got that and then we went back to Merle's Zealot now this is one of those famous cross pictures if you've ever been on social media you've probably seen this well, normally behind this is what they call goat island, where you can they used to have goats out there and, right. and this is kind of a marshy area. Well you can see, Jared, it looks like you're looking out over the ocean. That's how high the water was. In fact, yeah. if I was to show you where the water is, it's right right below this seawall here. I mean, maybe, oh, yeah. That's maybe two fun. yeah, maybe two inches from it, you know, cresting over the seawall here. Um, you know, I've never seen I've seen it full deer in high tide, but nothing like this. And uh, there you can see some of this is uh, going out to Merle's. And obviously, the roads are closed here, so um, you can just see. Just here is a perfect example of just the marsh areas just overflowing the roads, and you can just see from that picture how heavy the rain was. And then that was in that fire hose, that mm-hmm. um, that band that just set up from where you were in Charleston all the way up into Ori County, and it just would not stop raining at all. Yeah. So, and, and you can just see you know this is something that again that you would see in a hurricane or a tropical system you know you wouldn't expect to see this in december and obviously there's you know the roads being shut down but yeah that was kind of some of the stuff there uh so uh again to kind of recap everything is you know it was an ef1 tornado max winds of 95 miles per hour they did decide uh started in the saka area where where my apartment is where that neighborhood um uh, went through Sokka Sea, went through Fantasy Harbor, which you just saw where the trailers were bur- um, blown over. And then as it crossed 501, that's the River Oaks, Carolina forest. And it started, I guess, to kind of just uh, occlude out. And it just pushed, continued to push a big old line of straight line winds as mm-hmm. as tornadoes do. And then eventually the circulation um, stopped. But, uh, you know, I will see if I can find the uh, radar circulation signature here on my facebook page in just a second and i'll show it to you uh because it was pretty pronounced like you'd be like oh yeah that's that's definitely a tornado you don't <laughs> need to uh you don't need to see much from that so let me yeah. share that right quick yeah did it produce a debris signature it did yes yeah it did so uh, easier to
1: come about these times at this time of year too because of you know it's it's fall right there's yeah. just more debris to pick up i i'm convinced honestly that the, some of the flooding was so bad downtown because the the fall, the, the, you know, all of the leaves and everything had clogged the storm drains. I'm convinced yes. that that's what took it so long to, you know, get drained. But yeah, I mean, that's as clear as day.
0: Yeah, I mean, and there, I don't know if you guys can see it, but that little icon is where I live. And so you oh, imagine, fun. Looking at it, imagine looking, you're like, oh, crap. <laughs> and, and so this continued and here you can kind of see Fantasy Harbor. And then yeah. there's Carolina Forest, that's where it kind of just blew out into more straight line winds. But um, I think the path was two, three, maybe three miles, three to four yeah. miles, something like that. Um, but this is a very populated area. So, you know, unfortunately a lot of homes uh, right. did get damaged, but thankfully no injuries reported. So that
1: was some that's good, good news, news there. Yeah, that's that's really good news. Um, yeah, that tornado threat wasn't gonna go terribly far inland, but... Um until you get to North Carolina and really North Carolina, they had one tornado warning and then the, they issued the tornado watch. And then I don't think another warning came out uh, because that's exactly how they, but that's good because we know, we all know how Eastern North Carolina is just tornado alley. <laughs> that's right. Uh, and um, we're very fortunate that, you know, the, you know, we didn't have, you know, quite the, uh, the tornado impacts there that quite frankly, we probably should have had. Yeah,
0: because it was, uh, it was more like lining up with the, the heating of the day up in North mm-hmm. Carolina. It just didn't thankfully for them didn't produce but just a wild, wild day, you know, and okay. you and you ask yourself, you know, this is a is this gonna be the pattern as we go throughout winter, you know? Yeah. Hopefully not to this extent, but you know, it's I think it's possible, Jared, that you yeah. you know, let me know. But I think it's possible we see a more or a couple more heavier rain events this winter, you know, with, with the setup that we have.
1: Can I please have a complete atmospheric column full of sub 32 air? That's what I want, sub zero sea air. Can I, can I please have that? Imagine how much snow that would have been. Oh um, that would have been a lot of fun. Uh, we we got of snow, great-
0: Isn't this the uh, 1989? This is where we're closing yeah. in on the- uh, Yeah. This is the anniversary. Big coastal, yeah, today. Big yeah.
1: snowstorm. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, before we get to that, um, this is a great question that came in over, over X from Sturble Y and W a, other than the fact that hurricane season was over, why wasn't this called a tropical storm? That's a great question. Um, so I I think there's two parts to this. Um, Scott, if you want to jump in, you know, I, I think this is a two, I think there's a two part answer to this.
0: Yeah, I, uh. It was a cold course storm. Yeah. Um, just, you know, now we're we're seeing you know when we do the recap of hurricane season of last year, we you seen that we had a system in January of last you know mm-hmm. um, this year. I mean, yeah. So you know, I I think it, it was the cold core storm, in my opinion, that kind of kept it non tropical.
1: Yeah. The, the fact of the matter is. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that it did have fronts attached. It was yeah. driven by, you know, air mass clashes, as opposed to being a kind of a standalone storm that was fed by the water. Because again, you know, fifties and sixties, you know, where that low track, I mean, it tracked right over the shelf waters. It was, it would be too cold yeah. to sustain a, to sustain a, you know, a self-sustaining tropical system. It, it needed, you know, it, it needed those, um, you know, those baroclinic, interactions, so to speak, to make that happen. Um, But the second part too, you know, Scotty, to your point, hurricane season is, yes, the hurricane season, you know, June 1st, November 30th is over, but we have had postseason storms. We've had pre-season storms. They'll name them the same. It doesn't matter, um, but meteorologically speaking, meteorologically speaking, this was not that, but impact speaking, I don't know how you could tell a difference.
0: I don't either. And I'll say this, you, you, you know, this as well, Jared, they had
1: hurricane hunters in that system. They did. Mm -hmm. Yep. They'll send the hurricane hunters in, you know, one practice Uh, two. it's great data. It's fantastic information. Um, You know, storms don't, you know, just because it's a a cold core storm doesn't mean it's not interesting. Doesn't mean there's nothing that we can't learn from it. Um,
0: And, And so with, with the hurricane hunters in there, I feel like, they if, if this was had tropical characteristics flying the hurricane hunters in there they would have named it or sub at least a subtropical whatever you know you yeah. get into those definitions and stuff Well, but, yeah but the impacts so, were the same yeah. yeah and it's all honestly it's all about impacts i mean that's mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter. We say it with, with tornadoes and straight line winds. Wind, if wind is, is heavy enough or strong enough, it's going to do damage. No matter if it's a tornado or straight line mm-hmm. winds, you need to treat it the same. And, and yeah. with this, you need to treat the impacts the same.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: For the most part, I think everybody did. It's unfortunate, like yeah. you said, we had some uh, fatality there in the Charleston
1: area. Yeah. shame. One's too many, Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, obviously it's going to, you know, it's hope you know prompt reflection from all of us it's like hey, okay, okay you know it's like you know did so we miss while some we conti-
0: yes so while we continue to try to better. yeah we gotta we're always continuously working on the craft of trying mm-hmm. to find that effective way to communicate to every single person
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah and and it, you know it, it i'll tell you i'll tell you it was uh you know it was uh one of those where you know you see it coming you know days in advance and what's the last thing you want to do you last thing you want to say oh look this could be really bad and then get you know and then get hassled on social media for it because oh you're hyping you're you're fearmongering you're you know you're scaring people i've gotten that one before yeah and as it turned out yeah maybe we weren't scaring people enough <laughs> I, I mean I, I i i i can't help but i can't help but shake that uh, just just that whole vibe um but it, yeah, it was it was something else. I hope to not do it again, um, you know, this year or ever, really. But uh, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, it, it was uh, it was rough. It was gnarly, and I think it was you know, and I and I think it served as a reminder that it doesn't matter, you know, doesn't matter whether it has a name. Doesn't matter, you know, the meteorological makeup of it. It's you know, the impacts are the same. It's the same wind that's pushing the same water. Inland four feet, you know, it is, it, it, four feet of surge. It, it it's it's all the same there. So yep. uh but as, let's talk some happier things. Yes, let's do that. So, you know, obviously Christmas is coming up, um, and uh, a lot of you guys probably be traveling. Probably starting tomorrow. Um, and uh, Scotty, what's it you know what's it looking like in your neck of the woods? I mean, it yeah. seems pretty sane here at least. Leaving, coming uh-huh. back. Uh, Yeah, for the Grand Strand, you know,
0: um, we have been... Uh, just like you guys it's been it's been pretty chilly around here you know we've had some frosty mornings over the last few mornings you look out and you're like man it looks like it snowed out there so thankfully though uh with that high pressure starting to move off the coast it's going to bring back a little bit warmer temperatures so uh for your friday into the weekend saturday sunday it looks like temperatures going to be in the 60s with partly cloudy skies uh and most of the day on monday christmas day uh looks to be okay as we get into the afternoon uh, afternoon evening hours it looks like the rain chances start to mm-hmm. uh, start to really develop and it, honestly a tuesday kind of looks like a wet day across the area uh with some rainfall but at least mild um not a cold rain at least <laughs> and then as you get into next week you know it, it seems to stay mild a few days so we'll see uh we'll see how things play out after that but you know if you are traveling uh, christmas day into the day after christmas looks to be pretty wet in this area
1: yeah and you know down here in the low country down here um you know in, in southern south carolina southeast south carolina pretty much the same situation um you know just speaking you know speaking at some models earlier and yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be rainy um maybe a little windy. A little windy. Certainly possible. We're going to be caught between high pressure over the over New England and then low pressure developing, kicking out into the mid, uh, into the Midwest. But that is one thing I've noticed since living here now at the coast, Jared. It's windy all the time. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes it is. Yes
1: it is. Yeah, you have a lot less friction you got to deal with. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that that rain is going to, you know, that <clears throat> again, that rain is going to move up. You know, is going be, to be a rain event for everybody. It looks like maybe I, I, I haven't dug in too much into the mountains i don't know how much you've taken a peek at it but
0: yeah i was um uh, it looks head, like not really again you know it looks like christmas eve christmas day some rainfall um and they could get a little northwest flow snow after that the days after like thursday into friday it looks like an, a little fetch of uh, lake effect moisture mm-hmm. may try to affect uh from thursday night into friday so we'll see how that is you know i know they've had a few decent snowfall events lately and uh, that's good for the ski slopes um as they go into the holiday season but i'm looking right now and besides that little northwest flow nothing really stands out until you get into like the first week of january so looks pretty calm after the rain after christmas
1: yeah and same for the mild down here. It's it's going to be kind of a a, a mild uh, home stretch here. Whether it's a mild finish, you know, remains to be seen. But that's uh, the big talk
0: isn't on social media about how how going into January we could definitely see a pattern flip.
1: Yeah, well, it's January. Give me give me give me all the whole column under thirty two. <laughs> None of this. Everything is thirty two except right near the surface, so it's going to freeze. If you're,
0: watch, if you're watching, um, don't hold me to this, but I just got a feeling. Sometime in January, I've just got a feeling. Scotty's got a feeling. When's All the right. last time? What was that, that? last event for y'all in Charleston, Jared? Was it 2018? Uh, yeah, I think it's 2018. Yeah, it's about that time of the. It's about that time, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Don't see enough cold air though. Not
0: uh, right now. Not right no,
1: now. no, not right now. So it goes, but uh, but yeah, everybody, you know, I want to take a second here to you know, you know, we we're gonna have uh, one more show uh, to close out. We have a great uh, next week. We're gonna have a great conversation uh, with um, Jim Cantori and Mike Bettis and uh, Ken Graham joins in on the fun. Ken Graham, the director of the National Weather Service. Uh, I is going to join in on the fun with that as well. And a nice conversation we had a few weeks ago at our uh, Red Cross telethon. We're going to be airing that for you right here in the Carolina Weather Group here next week. Uh, this can be, should be, unless <laughs> barring some sort of freak snowstorm or something like that or <laughs> anything like that. I think this is going to be kind of our our, our last live, uh, at least until Christmas. Yes. Um, so, you know, from the Carolina Weather Group family, uh, all of us, Scotty, me, James, um, Jay, Peter, Frank, every, everybody, all yes. the people. Um, have a very Merry Christmas, be safe, um, and thank you. Thank you for letting us um, onto your phones, into your homes uh, once again this year. Uh, we, we can't do it without you guys. Let's, well, let's, right. just, be, let's just be honest, uh, it's, uh, it, it's, a, it's a privilege. Scotty, it, it truly is a privilege to. It is. To to and
0: it's, it's hard to believe that we've been doing this for so many years, too. It's like crazy. Is it going to be 10 years next year? Next year is the 10 year anniversary. Next year so is 10 year anniversary. So, yeah. Insane to think of. But yeah. uh, I echo everything Jared said. You know, um, we appreciate you guys um, hello, or you guys bringing us into your homes and those car rides and maybe. Just if you're walking outside to enjoy the fresh air, you know, we appreciate you uh, tuning in and always, uh, always love the support you guys give us. And uh, we, again, extend those Merry Christmases and hopefully a great start to uh, 2024. And maybe we all get outside and dance enough. Maybe we can get a snowfall for everybody. (laughs) Uh,
1: Maybe fewer Chinese spy balloons. Um, Yeah, man, we've had it all this year, haven't we? We have had it almost. Almost all didn't quite get iced. Didn't, you know, so oh. I, I'm, I'm thankful for that. I mean, again, keep, keep the freezing way, uh, rain yeah. away from me, but nobody likes the ice. No, Nobody likes freezing rain. No, nobody does. But, but anyway, on behalf of everybody on the Carolina weather group uh, again, thank you so much for uh, another wonderful and wacky year of Carolina weather. And, uh, <laughs> Be sure to tune in next week for a conversation with uh, some just heavyweight titans of weather. Uh, It was some of the best conversation I've seen in a long time. Um, These guys are, you know, yes, I mean, Bill Murray from the weather from Weather Brains is there. It's, it's, yeah, you're just gonna have to watch this. Mm -hmm. It was absolutely fantastic. So, from all of us here across the Carolinas. And out to you in YouTube land or X land or wherever it is you might be. Thank you so much for watching. Have a safe and Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And we will see you next Next year. Cheers.